Thank you for listening to our podcast from all over the whole wide world. And I'm here with my excellent, fabulous friend, Mildred Amumuka. Hi, Pinky. How is Pinky today? I'm wonderful, glorious. How are you? I'm wonderful, glorious. Yeah, we know how to do that. Yes, we do. We wake up in the morning and we make a decision and we are happy, wonderful, and glorious. He has a glorious time. Absolutely. There's lots of toys at my house. Oh, that's not really what I meant. Whatever. There's toys. Yeah? Are they fun? Yeah, the toys are great. Not, 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 not excessive, but there's definitely some toys. Okay. Good, good, good. Well, where, where did the word toy come from, Mildred? Well, you know, there's many translations of, of the word toy, the French, the the uh, Dutch and then the Turkish, you know, they all have their own word. It goes back. Yeah, toys go back way far. Oh, yeah. We, we have found, they have found toys in caves that go back 45,000 years. Yeah. Yeah, toys are great. And then toy is fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just something to play with. It's, I mean, it's mostly intended for a child. Yeah, but there's a lot of grown men that play with toys. Okay. You know, but their toys just get bigger and more expensive. <laughs> right. Well, perhaps that's what keeps them young. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, I'm all good with this. Fine. I like it. Right. And, you know, toy, the, the oldest toy in the world, do you know what that is? No, I do not. Well, that would be a stick. Just a piece of wooden stick that you, you find on the ground. You can make a toy out of a stick. Oh, yeah, are you kidding? That makes a great toy. You can pretend and pretend. and It could be everything. It could be a magic wand. It could be a sword. It could be a fishing rod. You can hit a ball with it. You can make a bat and ball. You can build stuff with the sticks. and Yeah, the sticks are toys. Yeah, and the dogs, you know, they, they play fetch. They, you know, you know, Choya, Layla Nat's horse. Yeah. Layla Nat told me that she once saw Choya pick up a stick, and on the other side of the fence, there's another horse, and and Choy gave it to the other horse, and the other horse took it and ran away with it. Oh, see, they're playful with the toys. Yeah, he was a smart horse. Absolutely. But anyway, yet a stick is the oldest toy in the world, and then you can pretend that it's a baton. Oh, but Lady Lynette gave Penelope her baton. She gave her her own baton? No, I, I got that wrong. Lady Lynette got Penelope her own baton because it ha- it's supposed to be the length of your arm, so Lady Lynette gave Penelope a baton. She's teaching her how to play the, how to twirl a baton. Lady Lynette knows how to twirl the baton. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. So that's kind of like a toy, but a stick, but it has the weights on it. It's a, it's a serious toy. Oh, nice. And Robert has a serious toy, too. He's got that drone. It's just for fun, but 
it, you know, it's a fun, expensive toy. Right. Well, then there's all the toys on the computers. Yeah, we're not really big on those. Lady Lynette never touches that stuff. She can't be bothered. Yeah, I know. I don't really do it either. The buttons are really small. Yeah. But, you know, we still have a set of Legos. Oh, yeah, that's a big toy. That, that came out in 1958. Still going really strong. Yeah, because you could build stuff with it. Use your imagination. Right, and another really famous toy, actually a very successful toy, made a lot of money, came out in 1978. That's the Cabbage Patch Kids. Yeah, I never heard of it. Well, there are these like these dolls, and they're made out of material, and they each have a different face and personality. They were created by a, a gentleman, his name, a- Xavier Roberts. Yeah, nice name. Right, and it's called the Little People. They came with birth certificates and adoption papers. That's nice. And then, of course, the Barbie doll. Right, the fashion doll. They came out in 1959. Yeah, we're not really big on her. She's not really that realistic. Well, actually, Pinky, I think they've revised Barbie since way back then. You know, she's more realistic now. And she promotes, you know, girls and women being strong and capable and, you know. Yeah, okay. Now it's good they adjusted her. Yeah. But anyway, you know, toys are good. Yeah, toys. The kind of toys that let you lose your... Lose, lose, the kind of toys that let you use your imagination are good, not lose your mind. Right, because you kind of lose your mind in some of those video games. Yeah, my man, that's a purpose there. You know, it's a nice distraction. Okay. Yeah, it just depends on the motive of the game. As long as you're having fun, you know, and you're not out there trying to kill stuff and be in control and be the king of the war and all that. That's why we don't like that stuff. I agree. But anyway, Mildred, have you ever heard of Babes in Toyland? Oh, sure. It's also called the March of the Wooden Soldiers. Oh, because the toy little wooden soldiers are in there. Right. The, the Babes of Toyland, the March of the Wooden Soldiers, that goes way back. Way back. That was a book and then an operetta. Yeah, what's an operetta? Well, it's like a short opera where there's a lot of singing with the orchestra and there's spoken words, but it's more light and humorous. And that goes back to 1903. It was both a book and an operetta. It was written by Victor Herbert and Glenn McDonnell. They wrote the music and the lyrics. Nice. And the spoken word, you know, and later it was made into a movie in 1934, but the original creators, Glenn McDonnell and Victor Herbert, same men were involved in The Wizard of Oz when that musical came out. Yes, Mildred, and we did a podcast on The Wizard of Oz, and we invite our listeners to go back. It's a really good one. It was episode 24. Yes, very good, Pinky. But um, this one, Babes in Toyland... It, it, you know, it was all about toys, but the original version, it's kind of a dark story, you know, just parts of it. Well, yeah, a lot of that stuff back then is pretty dark. Yeah, you know, there's the village of the toy land and 
these men worked in the, they were toy makers and they, you know, they were trying to borrow money and and then them little Bo Peeps in there and Mary, Mary, quite contrary. How does your garden grow? Where did that come from? That's a song by the Trogs, Walking a Dog. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. Anyway. Uh, there's some other characters in, in the operetta. Uh, Tom Tom the Piper. And like I said, uh, Mother Goose. And anyway, it, you know, it was really a big deal. And then it, it was redone in 1970. It was produced by the Light Opera of Manhattan. So they presented, you know, a, a less dark version of Babes in Toyland. Yeah, that's good because I'm not interested in the dark version. I, you know, I really can't be bothered. No, I don't blame you. All right, Pinky. Well, we have time. Um, I'll just recite the lyrics from the title song, Babes in Toyland, written by Victor Herbert in 1903. Yes, please. When you've grown up, my dears, and are as old as I, you'll often ponder on the years that roll so swiftly by, my dears, that roll so swiftly by. And all the many lands you will have journeyed through, you'll often recall the best of all, the land your childhood knew, your childhood knew. Toyland, toyland, little girl and boyland, While you dwell within it, you are ever happy then. Childhood, joyland, mystic, merry toyland. Once you pass its borders, you can ne'er return again. You can ne'er return again. I don't know about that one. (laughs) Okay. Okay, Mildred, I love you. Talk to you tomorrow. Okay, talk to you tomorrow. I love you.